Good evening, I'm Paul Drienzo with the headlines. King Charles III, monarch of the United Kingdom, has been diagnosed with cancer, according to a news release from Buckingham Palace on Monday. Charles was being treated for an enlarged prostate when an unrelated cancer was discovered. The palace has not released the type of cancer. President Joe Biden was asked about the diagnosis at a campaign stop. I'm concerned about him, just heard his diagnosis, but I'll be talking to him, God willing. The palace said the king had begun regular treatments and would postpone his public duties. Earlier, State Department spokesperson Vedant Patel was surprised when told the news. That's incredibly um, sad news and um, hope that um, actually that's just that's 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 very sad. And I'm very sorry for the king and his family. The palace said King Charles, who is 75, was upbeat and looked forward to returning to full duty after the treatment is completed. And the leaders of the United Kingdom and Ireland met in Belfast Monday to meet the new government of Northern Ireland. The Northern Ireland Assembly appointed a power-sharing government on Saturday after a two-year hiatus sparked when the main British Unionist Party walked out in February 2022. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Ireland's Leo Varadkar visited the new administration at Belfast Stormont Castle. According to a 1998 agreement, the Good Friday Accords, the Belfast government must include British Unionists and Irish nationalists. The UK and the Republic of Ireland both have roles as guarantors of the peace. The deal grew out of decades of war known as the Troubles. And a drone strike on a United States base in eastern Syria overnight killed seven fighters from Kurdish-led forces, according to observers. Iran-aligned armed groups took credit for the attack and several others that occurred after the United States launched attacks on more than 80 sites in Syria and Iraq in retaliation for a missile strike last week that killed three U.S. soldiers. No Americans were killed in the latest attack. Pentagon spokesperson General Pat Ryder cut. I am aware of those reports of uh, Syria Democratic forces killed in that strike. But I'd have to refer you to them to, to talk about it. was not on a base where U.S. forces were. It was in the vicinity of Green Village. And what the Pentagon says are unrelated attacks. U.S. Central Command said its forces conducted a strike in self-defense against a Houthi land attack cruise missile and later hit four anti-ship cruise missiles, all of which were prepared to launch against ships in the Red Sea, the government said. And in national news, House Republican leaders said Monday the bipartisan Senate deal on southern border security has zero chance of becoming law, saying the deal is dead on arrival in the House. The stark warning was a shot across the bow from Speaker Mike Johnson to his Senate counterpart, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who praised the agreement but is struggling to line up support among Republican senators. Attached to a $118 billion national security package with aid for Ukraine and Israel, the bill would expand the government's deportation of asylum seekers at the border. McConnell says national security hangs in the balance. To regain the upper hand over this emerging axis of authoritarians, make no mistake, the gauntlet has been thrown, and America needs to pick it up. The deal has been opposed by Donald Trump, who has become the presumptive GOP nominee for president. He told the Speaker to blame him for the failure of the legislation. And on Monday, the Poor People's Campaign launched a 42-week nationwide mobilization of poor and low-income Americans to vote in November's presidential election. Reverend Dr. William J. Barber. We will be holding the mass poor people's low-wage workers moral march to state house assemblies, part of a 42-week organizing mass mobilization of poor and low-wage voters across the USA to touch more than 15 million infrequent voters. 
between now and November. And to announce that in June, June 15th, we will also be marching on the United States Congress to launch our summer initiative to mobilize these 15 million poor and low-income voters. Reverend Barber added low-income people may hold a difference in a close election. And in local news, a retired NYPD inspector, Dwayne Montgomery, pleaded guilty Monday to one count of fifth-degree conspiracy for his role in an alleged straw donor scheme to boost Mayor Eric Adams' 2021 campaign. Adams spoke about the case on Monday. In life, people make uh, decisions that they would like, like to regret. And I think, think that, you know, a person who has lived a career like his as a law enforcement officer, it appears as though he made a decision that he wanted to regret. He, he pled guilty. I'm hoping that he goes on with his life. Straw donors are people who receive money to contribute to a political campaign in their own names to avoid donation limits. In New York City, the schemes exploit the city's public matching program, providing campaigns with taxpayer money based on how many small dollar donations they bring in. Paul DiRienzo, New York.